Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. And this show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Brian, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a nationwide nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We educate pet parents about the importance of planning for their pets with a pet trust, and we also provide pet trustee services. Today, I get to welcome our special guest. Her name is Paula Mareshi, and she is the development director for Old Dog Haven, a senior dog rescue located in Washington State. And after several different careers, Paula found her calling when she discovered Old Dog Haven. She started as a permanent foster home for one of Old Dog Haven's final refuge dogs and then began volunteering her time to fundraising for the organization. Today, she is their development director and she has never looked back. Welcome to the show, Paula. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's so nice to be able to learn about Old Dog Haven and all the wonderful things that you're doing for dogs. And um, we often talk to folks out here on the East Coast, so it's also good to talk to somebody out on the West Coast. (laughs) Um, Tell us about Old Dog Haven and how they got started. Sure. Old Dog Haven was founded in 2004 um, by Judith and Lee Piper. And the way the story goes is a friend of a friend of theirs had a senior dog that needed a home. So they adopted the dog. Um, the dog wasn't with them for a long time, but it was, they had a great life with them. And um, then they, w- they went to a shelter and adopted another senior dog. And they realized um, that there was a lot of senior dogs at shelters that weren't getting adopted because of their age and they had they adopted a couple more and then uh, they said to each other hey there's a need for this we should do something and they found an old dog haven i think that's great and uh that's usually how most great ideas get started is somebody has a passion for something and then they follow through and um so happy to hear that they've done that and now you're serving lots of senior dogs That's correct. We currently have over 315 dogs in permanent final refuge care. And what that means is that we place the dog with a foster family and it's a permanent foster family. We call the dogs final refuge. They stay in that family for the rest of their lives being loved and cared for. And Old Dog Haven will cover all the medical expenses for the dog. And that's often the reason that people shy away, probably, Paula, from older dogs is because of the expense associated with it. That's correct. Um, also, that's, that's a huge part of it. And it's also um, a lot of people, it, they find it very hard to take in a senior dog because they realize their time with the dog might be short and they don't feel like they can emotionally deal with that. 
I hear that a lot. Um, especially recently, I feel like my clients have been telling me that, well, I recently lost my old dog and I'm not going to get another dog. And that always makes me so sad because you and I both know that there are so many senior dogs that need loving homes. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, when I started doing this, I knew, you know, there was a possibility I could have a dog as short as a week or three months or some, or for years. And the first dog I actually took in for old dog Haven, I, I really, I only had him for three months and the founder executive director, Judith was very clear to me that that might happen, but it, the dog was so happy. I was so happy. He had a great end of life. I felt like I had had him his entire life. And the longer I did this, I found that my concept of time changed. So, you know, in the past, I'd adopt a dog that was five and I would have it for 10 years, something like that. And it, it, it just didn't matter anymore because this, the minute the dog moved into our home, it was immediately, it felt like it was immediately part of the family and part of my life. And that shortened time still felt like I had the dog for a long time. So my whole concept of that changed and the joy I got from making this dog's end of life so happy over, you know, it, it kind of canceled out that loss that I might feel in myself. I remember this one dog I took in, he was, he had, he was in lung failure. The shelter said, we think he only has a couple weeks. Well, once he got into the house and he started getting some care, he actually lived for three months. And I, I will never forget, I can still see it in my mind because we have a fenced yard and I had the dog uh, out in the yard and he was actually leaping and bounding around the yard. He was so happy. Oh my gosh, that is such a great story. I, uh, I have a similar one. I adopted an 11 year old dog myself and um, I had her for over two years, which was a terrific period of time and just felt like I had her her whole life, just like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people will lose a dog and say, oh, I should wait. Um, uh, it's too soon. But I think if you look outside of that and think there's all these dogs who need homes that are sitting in shelters or have been abandoned and the joy you'll have bringing in that dog I mean, of course, it will never be the dog you lost, but I think that feeling of helping actually will help help you get over your loss. I I made the mistake when my senior dog uh, died of waiting um, four months. I was severely depressed. Everybody kept telling me you should wait, you should wait, you should wait, which I did. And then one day, my husband finally said to me, "We're going and getting a dog." And it was like a light was shining on me again. And I was immediately happy and so, so thankful to have another dog in my life and another dog that was in need as well. Sure. And, and I love the saying that shelters use, which is when you adopt a dog or you bring a dog home, you're actually saving two lives because now you're making room for another one. Right. Like the bumper sticker that says who rescued who. Exactly. Yes. Who rescued who. Uh -huh. um, how many dogs do you have at your house now, Paula? Right now we have two. Um, there was a time when I had at least six for several years and, um, it got to be too much between, uh, running my own business and being development director. 
So my husband and I kind of decided two or three is our happy balance. Um, so we're still helping the dogs, but you know, it's not a full-time job. When I had se seven, sometimes six dogs, it was almost a full-time job. It can be. I have six dogs at home currently. Right. So uh, I can certainly uh, feel your pain when it comes <laughs> to that, especially uh, today when uh, you wake up and somebody's had an upset yeah. tummy all night long and um, <laughs> seems to be passing it on to uh, his siblings. So and when they're all senior dogs, it's it's very time intensive. I don't think there was ever a week where I it was not at the vet one or two times. Oh, so your constant... your vet got to know you very oh, very well. Definitely, definitely, and, and even the ERs got to know me. They had a kind of joke when I'd walk in. Well, you're we should get a cot for you because it was off in the middle of the night, <laughs> and so I would be there. Of but... course. So tell us what the stated mission of Old Dog Haven is. Old Dog Haven's mission is to help abandoned dogs aid and up, find uh, loving homes or within the organization, or we help them find a home outside of the organization. I love that. And um, I just want to make clear for our, for our listeners that uh, you don't run a, a shelter environment. All the Correct. dogs go into foster or permanent fosters. Correct. Um, it, it's confusing for people at first when they learn about us because uh, it's very unusual to have a dog rescue that does not have a physical facility. So yes, we're not a shelter. What we are is a network of private homes spread out throughout Western Washington. And uh, the dogs will just go directly from a shelter or a person's home, somebody who needs to rehome a dog to the permanent foster home. Best to keep them out of the shelters if we can, because they really do suffer right. when they're there. Right. Um, uh, uh, what the shelter will do is assess the dog. And if they, you know, for a variety of reasons, say the dog is just very ill, needs a lot of veterinary care, or is highly stressed at the shelter, they will contact Old Dog Haven. And they'll talk with the person in charge of our veterinary services. And if we think the dog, you know, we can help the dog, we will uh, find posts that we need to find a refuge home for the dog and get it out of the shelter as soon as we can. Every once in a while, we'll have a person who will take in a dog, but it won't be there. It was kind of like a pit stop before we, it'll be somebody within the organization who maybe has their hands full, but we want to get it out of the shelter. So we'll go to that home and they'll start vetting the dog immediately. And then we'll look for some a long-term foster. That doesn't happen very often, but if we need to do that, we do that. So since it seems like we have complementary nonprofit organizations, do you find that many of the senior dogs um, come out of households where a senior has passed away, a senior person has passed away, or they've had to go to a long-term care facility? Yes, that happens a lot. Um, if the family is unable to take the dog, they will contact us. So um, there's two, that's a two part thing because we, another very important thing we do at Old Dog Even is called placement services. So we have a placement director and she would be the person, some, somebody like that would contact. She'll interview the person, get to, you know, get the health history of the dog, determine if it's, if it's adoptable. We think it's adoptable or if it needs to be final refuge. 
If we think the dog is adoptable, what we do is we will post the dog for them on our social media pages and on our website and try to find a home, help them find a home for the dog. So that, that's, that's a great. huge part of what we do. Yeah, and absolutely. We also, we also do that for the shelters. So say the shelters have a senior dog that is adoptable. We will post the dog's dog for them on our website and on our social media page our Facebook page and that that we have a we actually have a you know a very high reach on Facebook and we can get that dog out there with more reach than the shelter would be able to do I'm sure that you can you've you've been around a good long time you've built up a wonderful following and tell us how listeners can help because I know you have a huge monthly nut um, for taking care of the medical needs of these 315 dogs. Sure. I mean, of course, if they can, if anybody can donate, um, if you're active on social media, sharing our posts, um, that, that, you know, that'll help us more, of course, if you live on in West, you know, Washington state, but, you know, for, for everybody, I would say, if you can adopt a dog or you're looking for a dog, there's, first of all, there's senior dog rescues all over the country now. Do a Google search, senior dog rescue in whatever state you're in, see if anything comes up. A lot of times it, I um, did a quick Google search just the other day and uh, over 15 um, you know, senior dog rescues popped up. So if that's something you could do within your own community or if you go to a shelter and there's a senior dog you know, consider adopting it. You know, I would say, you know, a lot of people think, oh, even at eight, eight years old, eight is considered a senior. And, but uh, most eight-year-old dogs have, have a, a long life ahead of them. You know, even though maybe it's technically a senior dog and if you're afraid about losing the dog so quickly, you could, you're still gonna have many, many enjoyable years with the dog. So do you think it's true, Paula, that senior dogs really are the better dogs to adopt because they're grateful to have a wonderful home, they're usually pretty well trained, and they want to make you happy? Well, you know, that's, of course, is very dog dependent. Um, but, you know, I think almost any dog in a shelter is going to be happy you adopt them because that's a, a terrible situation to be in for any dog. Um, what I what I find with a senior dog is if they're, you know, well adjusted, they will be forever grateful to you for bringing them in at this time in their life. That has been my experience. So if we go to your website at olddoghaven.org, um, you can find dogs that need foster homes. You can find dogs that are in final refuge that your donations can help support. Yes, you can go to the final refuge dog pages and their pictures are there, their profiles. You can choose a dog sponsor. The sponsorship money goes towards caring for the dog, veterinary expenses. Um, if again, we post dogs for the shelters, you could also, if you're interested in becoming a final refuge home when you live in Washington state, you can fill out the application, email it to the main office and they'll look it over, get in contact with you. How many employees does it take to run Old Dog Rescue? Well, we run pretty lean because we want the majority of our funds to go towards the dogs. So, you know, we might, we think right now we maybe have, let me see. We have four maybe full-time employees. 
and we have a couple um well, we have some of course we have a volunteer base and a, a couple of one maybe one or two people who are maybe part-time or just hourly who help us out so yeah we you have to wear many hats if you work for us you know i'm the development director but i do marketing i do all kinds of things of course you yeah. always have to wear lots and lots right. of hats and uh, I see that you have a great blog on your website as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can, um, you can actually sign up to receive the blogs in your inbox. Um, we, we have a blog once a month. Um, and that's another thing you can you know, start learning more about um, not only what, you know, senior dogs in our care, but how to care for senior dogs. Our, our website is a fountain of information also for people looking for information about different ailments a senior dog can have. And, you know, we, and we you know, can read the articles and get some tips. I think that's very good advice. And uh, I want you to tell us too about uh, your Ask Murphy column. <laughs> Murphy's actually our, in our household. Oh. <laughs> and Murphy is a little guy that um, was posted for Old Dog Haven from another shelter. And I read his profile and I knew he was not going to get adopted. Um, he had... Um, he just, he'd been through, he had, through, had a traumatic life. He was uh, found as a stray in California, was in a high kill shelter. They transported up here. He ended up at the rescue up in Bellingham, Washington. And he, had, he was incontinent. And people are very, very reluctant to, re, to adopt a dog with incontinence issues. And I thought, I like, you know, he just, he just, his little picture just called to me. And I said, I'm, I'm going to adopt him. And I contacted the rescue and... It turned out that his incontinence was uh, fear-based. And as he gained confidence being in our home and through time, he doesn't have that problem anymore. But, you know, I was an experienced senior dog owner and had the patience and didn't mind that he was incontinent and work, we worked through it. So yes, my husband, who is the art and marketing director for Old Dog Haven, he, he's a kind of a funny comedian kind of guy. And he came up with the Ask Murphy column. I think it's super. And uh, <laughs> what kind of little dog is Murphy? Oh, he's some kind of Chihuahua mix. We have no idea. When I went to pick him up, I was expecting him to be uh, a little shorter than he is. <laughs> but we think he might be some kind of Chihuahua terrier. And his rescue is another um, heartbreaking story. The I was going, you know, I was scheduled to go up and meet the foster person part way to pick him up. And I got a frantic um, email the morning, one morning that the home he had been in had burned down oh. and all the dogs and the people were fine, but could I come get him today? And I had a dog who had just passed away the night before, but I just, you know, I was kind of sleep deprived and grieving inside. And I just hopped in the car didn't even think, drove up there and got him and the rest is history. <laughs> that is so great. And, and how long have you had Murphy now? It will be four, it will be four years and a couple weeks. Oh, okay. And do you celebrate his gotcha day? Oh yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then we have another rescue basset of our own and um, we celebrate hers as well. We got them the same year. Uh, and then I had a, at one and we had them. I also had an old dog, even final refuge dog as well who's no longer with us, but yes, we, we celebrate every, 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 and we celebrate both of their 
I guess on the second dogs, which is later in the year, we kind of celebrate both of them. <laughs> so Murphy gets two celebrations. It's, well, Sassy does too. They both do. <laughs> it's fun to celebrate with our dogs for sure. So yes, folks should check out the uh, Ask Murphy column. And He's all due for another things. one soon. So stay, well, stay I, tuned. I like his sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> He, he should be doing one in the very near future. So he, he's contemplating that as we speak. I'm sure he is. So tell us about some upcoming events that you might have that uh, we would be interested in. Well, due to social distancing restrictions, all our large in-person events are being canceled again this year. But um, we have a one-day online fundraising event coming up in May called Give Big. Um, and we have a, we actually have a pledge of $50,000 in matching gifts for this fundraiser. So if people choose to donate during that time, their gift will go even further. In July, we have what we call our Forever Home fundraiser, and we design a special T-shirt um, and some other things that with the same artwork on it that people can go on and buy online and Old Dog Haven receives the profit from those. So it's a really fun thing to do because you actually get a physical gift that you can pick out. Um, so uh, that's in place of uh, July was when we would have our, our large in-person event, which was the walk for old dogs. So that's what we're doing in place of the in-person event. We did it last year. It was a huge success and we were going to do it again um, this year and people just loved it. They love getting the t-shirts and you I'm know, sure they do. And that's I see you have a doggy stock um, scheduled for uh, no uh, September. Yeah, yeah. Those are, we have a we have some events that we will that are you know the big events and we get invited to attend them and we'll have a booth there at the at those events where people can learn about Little Dog Haven and buy our calendars and T-shirts and things like that. Excellent, excellent. Well, tell us about some of your favorite dogs that you've met through Old Dog Haven. Well, <clears throat> there was one I, um, it was my very, he was my second old dog haven dog. His name was Regan. He was a Bassett Lab pointer mix, I think. And the ED at that time knew that I was a hound lover. So he was in a shelter. I, I had just lost a final refuge dog a couple of days before. And she asked me if I was ready. I said, absolutely. And I fell in love with him the minute I saw him. I got him vetted. Um, this was a time when we were still getting more dogs that were adoptable. And I want, I said, I said, I want to adopt him. I love him. And when he went in for his final appointment, they discovered him, a lump on his neck and he had cancer. And I said, I want to adopt him anyway. And the D said, no, wait a minute. And we, she had me take him to a veterinary oncologist and we had this special fund called the Miranda Fund and she chose to use that for his care. He was with me for over two years, but that dog, he was just a love. He loved life, he loved everything. Um, he was great with my other dogs. They would sleep together, cuddle together. My husband and I just adored him. Um, and there's just, there's just been so many, so, so, so many of them. Um, another one, her name was Susie Q. She was a poodle mix. Her owner could no longer take care of her for physical reasons. And she would dance around the house and prance and loved to roll in grass. And she was just the sweetest dog. She loved everybody. She was so gentle and kind. Um, I would bring her to outreach events for Old Dog Haven and people would just fall in love with her. Just, she was just adorable. 
They were all, you know, they all had their things. They are. So how did you become a hound lover? You know, I had kind of have a sense of humor myself. And I've always liked dogs that are kind of short and stout. And the Basset Hounds just made me laugh. So uh, we adopted our uh, a Basset, our first Basset. And that, that was the one that had been seriously abused. And actually, I feel that this dog prepared me to do the work I do now. Because she had so many problems, you know, physical and mental, that I thought, if I can do, if I can take a care of a dog like this for 10 years, I can do anything. There you go. She probably and did. She, I learned from her and, uh, and I learned that I wanted to do this as well. This is something I wanted to make part of my life. That's and you know, so I got, a, I've had had other bassets, but you know, old dog Haven, uh, it broadened. I took any kind, I take any kind of dog, you know, from a four pound chihuahua to a 80 pound hound, you know, hound mix. It didn't matter, you know, Well, you have a very big heart and it sounds like your husband does too, as well as a good sense of humor. And uh, (laughs) we're so grateful for what you're doing at Old Dog Haven for all these wonderful dogs that uh, just want to be loved and, and have a nice home to live out their lives in. And, and thank you for all that you do. Um, What would you leave us with today, Paula? The joy outweighs the sorrow. I think it really does. I think so, it really does. If you feel you can open your heart to a senior dog, uh, don't be scared. Do it. And, you know, you'll, you'll be so happy tenfold. The dog will, you know, the dog will make you elated. <laughs> they teach us so much, don't they? They do. They do. Old dogs teach. They They're really- wise. They really do. And um, it's no, it's no secret that uh, a dog is just God spelled backwards, right? That's right. And I always say live life like a dog, live in the present, enjoy every moment. They absolutely do. That's what I say. My dogs teach me every day is the, uh, the need to live in the present. They don't think about yesterday. They don't worry about tomorrow and they're just Mm -hmm. darn happy to be loved in the moment. That's that. That's the best gift and message that you can get, I think. <laughs> well, we hope you'll visit olddoghaven.org. And thank you so much to our guest today, Paula Moreshi, Moreshi, who is the development director for Old Dog Haven. You can find them on social media in all kinds of different places, I'm sure. And um, thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats. If you need more information, you can find us on social media as well at All My Children Wear Fur Coats or at Kids in Fur Coats. And thank you again, Paula, and best wishes for a happy year and taking care of all those lovely dogs. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet. We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. 
pet professionals, and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, happy tails!